1: You are Locked On Packers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Peter Bukowski, and I cover the Packers for SB Nation and Packer Report. I cover the NFL around the internet. You can follow me on Twitter at Peter underscore Bukowski. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked On Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked On Packers, the number one Packers podcast on the internet. And the show for fans who know what happened, they want to know why and how today's episode is brought to you by Pepsi. This football season will be different, and Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day no matter how you watch this season. Pepsi is the refreshment you need to power through game day and become a member of the League of Football Watchers. These passionate fans are the real generational talent that Pepsi fuels because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game. It's made for those who watch it. Pepsi made for football watching. Today on the show, Zhao you doing? Lily Zhao joins the program to talk about Packers-Colts. Some final thoughts there to talk about the future of Mike Pettin, to talk about the Chicago Bears a little bit, and get us set for a really a a huge game in the NFC North. And because we're going to get a condensed schedule, no show tomorrow, for Thanksgiving, everyone I want everyone to, you know, just relax, spend time with their families, et cetera, et cetera. We'll be back on Friday. We'll have our late live show and we'll have our crossover edition then. But this game, the Packers are eight point favorites. Uh, as was pointed out by someone who covers the Bears uh on Twitter that The Bears uh, have not announced a starting quarterback and Las Vegas does not think it matters. (laughs) Doesn't matter if it's Nick Foles, doesn't matter if it's Mitch Trubisky uh, or or God forbid for them, Tyler Bray. Uh, The Packers are eight point favorites against the Bears on Sunday. But the game itself is hugely important for Green Bay because right now they're seven and three. If they lose to Chicago, They're seven and four. The Bears are six and five. They're a game out of first place in the North with another game to go. Now, their schedule and Green Bay schedule, of course, not the same, but also it's a conference loss. The Packers already have two conference losses. So we can throw out the, the NFC East because their record relative to the Packers for seeding purposes is not going to matter. The NFC East locked into that four seed. But in the NFC South, the Saints are eight and two. The Bucs are seven and four. Another loss. And now, you know, even if the Saints go on a slide, now you bring the Buccaneers back into play uh, and, and, you know, the Bucs for as inconsistent as they've been, obviously match up well with Green Bay. And then you go with the, the NFC West. The Rams are 7 and 3 now leading that division. The Seahawks are 7 and 3 and the Cardinals are 6 and 4. And right now, after the loss Green Bay would went from being the 1 seed potentially to being the 3 seed because the Saints won their 8 and 2 and the Rams won. They're 7 and 3 with a better conference record. They're 7 and 1 in conference. So this Bears game Not only is it the next win that Green Bay needs to get, but it is a conference win and it is a divisional win. These things, when we're looking at the playoffs, are going to matter. And so Green Bay cannot take these games for granted. They have to go in saying, we lost on Sunday in a game where we felt like we came in ready to play and we did not execute properly. If this is the 2014 Packers, they go out and they beat this team by 20 because the Bears are not a good football team. And they ha- they were a fraudulent 4-0. Uh, they they have been on a losing streak here. They have a minus point differential. They're minus 18 on the season. Uh, the Vikings, for comparison, are minus 14. The Panthers, by comparison, a 4-7 team, are minus 19. The Packers and the Panthers play on a Saturday night coming up in a couple weeks. That game was flexed to prime time. So this is not just Packers Bears rivalry. This is not just, you know, kill the Bears in the division, although a loss all but ends their chances of winning the NFC North. That in and of itself would be enough. For motivation in this game, you can say, Bears, you are not winning the division on Sunday. It's over. It's done. We don't care who you have at quarterback. The NFC North is Green Bay's once again. But you also have to keep pace with the Saints. You also have to keep pace with the Rams and the Seahawks. Because that's the kind of season the Green Bay Packers are having. Where we're sitting here in late November going, okay, what do the seeds say? Not, oh, okay, is it a question that they're going to win the division? No, this is this is sort of peak Rodgers, you know, some of those far years where it was just like, no, it's not a matter of are the Packers going to win the division? It's by how much and what seed are they going to be? Because this team is just better than everyone else in the NFC North. They've got two games against the Bears, a game against Detroit, and those should be wins. All right, now you're at 10. They've got a game against Carolina. You're going to be favored in that one. you got a game against Philadelphia. You're going to be favored in that one. And the Titans you're going to be favored in that one. Winning out is not out of the question. Winning out is not even crazy, and winning out might be what they have to do to get that one seed because the Saints do not have an exceedingly difficult schedule, even with Taysom Hill. And we saw on Sunday that the Saints, with that defense playing the way that it is, is capable of winning these games with Taysom Hill, who played better than I think most people thought he would. Now, the Saints finished the season at Philadelphia against Kansas City, home for Minnesota and at Carolina. Those are those are not gimme games. They also have the rivalry game against the Falcons two weeks after playing them. And the the Broncos showed last week that, you know, they are at least a team now that you have to you have to take some account of. Are they a great team? No. Are they even a good team? Probably not. But you're going to have to keep winning these games. And so you have to get the ship righted, you have to get on track, and you get to do it against the team that you like to beat as much as any other team in football. It's a team that, for whatever else we can say about Mike Pettin, he has played extremely well against over the last few seasons, going back to when Matt Nagy arrived. It is a team that Aaron Rodgers absolutely owns, and it is a team that has shown no ability to score the ball has shown no ability to be explosive in the passing game or the running game. This is a bad offense, one of the five worst offenses in football. No matter who is playing quarterback, this offense is worse than the Jaguars' offense. Now the defense is pretty good. Eddie Jackson's status still unclear as a as a high-risk contact on the COVID list. We'll see how how his week progresses. They still have Khalil Mack. They still have fast linebackers, they still have physical cornerbacks and they're they're still going to play a disciplined solid brand of football. You are going to have to play well to beat them, ask the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who thought they might be able to sleepwalk through a Thursday night game and the Bears snuck up and bit them in the ass as I think happened uh, on Sunday with the Rams. Tampa Bay has been this high variance team. They don't bring it week to week. Well, let that be a cautionary tale for the Packers. Because Sure, Green Bay is, is over a touchdown favorite, but if you don't bring it, if you don't bring that championship mentality, that that energy and that focus to practice the way they did last week, you're going to get beat. And these games matter too much right now for that to be something that you just take for granted. The high lines, the the perception that this team is much, you know, on a different level that the Packers are much better. None of that stuff can matter to this team's mentality when it comes to winning. They have to get their mind right because the flashes on Sunday were not enough to win. You still had the turnovers. You still have things to button up and improve on. There can be no resting on laurels because there are no laurels on which to rest. They haven't won anything. They haven't proven anything, not definitively, so far this season. We talked last week about a statement win. You want a statement win? Go out and beat your rival, your closest competitor in the division. Go out and beat them by 20 and show everyone, yes, in fact, we are a championship level team. Before we get to Lily, let's talk about our friends at Echelon. When it comes to getting or staying in shape, nothing feels as good as that feeling of accomplishment, of hitting your fitness goals and feeling great about yourself. Echelon can help you get there. Echelon offers the next generation of connected fitness bikes, fitness mirrors, rowing machines, and their all-new Echelon Stride Smart Treadmill. No matter what your favorite fitness activity, Echelon gives you a fun and challenging workout from the comfort of your home. Their world-class instructors will motivate you with thousands of daily live and on-demand studio-level classes, always available when you need them. Unlike their competitors, Echelon is affordable for everyone, and one membership lets up to five family members all work out at the same time. Right now, you can try any Echelon fitness equipment at home for 30 days. Go to echelonfit.com NFL. Today's episode is also brought to you by our friends at Axon. Protecting your family is always the number one priority, but you want to do it safely. The people at Taser believe that safer self-defense is better self-defense. Taser's line of non-lethal self-protection devices are small and lightweight enough to carry around with you in a glove compartment, a purse, or a backpack. They use an electrical charge to immobilize attackers for up to 30 seconds, allowing you time to escape and send emergency dispatch to your GPS location. Protect yourself and your family with Taser's line of smart self-defense products. Taser is available without a permit in most U.S. states. Get the Taser Pulse Plus or the Taser Strike Light at Taser.com with promo code NFL and save 15% When you go to taser.com and use the promo code NFL restrictions apply. See site for details. We'll get to Lily's out in just a second, but a reminder that later this week on locked on Packers, Lauren Cox from locked on bears joins the show on Friday after Thanksgiving to talk about the Chicago bears in our crossover Friday edition, a special holiday black Friday edition, hopefully a black Friday because the Packers are going to trounce the bears that's coming up this week on Friday. Coming off a tough loss, the Green Bay Packers have to try and reset against their rival Chicago Bears. Joining me now to talk about all of that for another lively edition of You doing from Fox Six in Milwaukee. Lily Zhao, Lily, how you doing,
0: Peter? I am doing great. It is not the best weather here in Milwaukee, as you know, because <laughs> you are in Milwaukee, which is exciting. Um, But I am doing well. Zao, you doing, Peter?
1: I'm, I'm doing well, and, and I'm ready to talk about the Green Bay Packers because they had what they referred to as their best week of practice last week, the first time Aaron Rodgers said they, play, they practiced like a championship football team. We had an exciting game on Sunday. There's drama in, in the Packers' media sphere, and now they get to play the, the rival Chicago Bears. So it's all happening here. I, I can't wait to talk to you about it. Let's start with Sunday's game. There was a lot of disappointment coming out of the game, how they played in the second half. But the Packers didn't seem as down by it as maybe the fans were. Was that surprising to you? And how did you feel about how the Packers looked in what ended up being a a pretty gut-wrenching loss?
0: Yeah, you know, and I, I was talking to Aaron Jones yesterday about this. And I told him, I was like, you know, it was if you listen to the press conference after that Jaguars game, which they won, it sounded like they lost. But then, if you listen to the press conference after this Colts game, it sounded like they won. It's I I think if you look at that first half, it was you know they were executing on very high levels on offense. They were playing complementary defense. It looked good in the first half. Like this is Green Bay Packers football. Mm -hmm. So the potential is there to be even better if they, especially if they didn't fumble and give the ball away uh, twice in that first half. So, you know, you take away those two turnovers, it's it's it was a pretty good it was a really good first half. So they liked the positives that they saw. Again, it just was the problem with this team is you know, they just get into such lulls where they can't score. And then it's up to the defense to, you know, to, to make a difference. And unfortunately, they just couldn't stop the Colts in the second half. So, you know, Aaron Aaron Jones told me he's like, you know what? Yeah, we, we just gotta get back on track. we are gonna wipe the slate clean because based off that first half. We know this is a good football team. We just have to execute for four quarters, which, you know, we saw wasn't the case on Sunday.
1: Uh, one of the things I love about this is I get to set you up to name drop. It's just like one of my favorite things. Oh you know, Yeah, I was talking to Aaron Jones yesterday. Oh, I was talking to Mason Crosby. It's just I love it. That's I mean, it's why you're here. It's It's it, why it's- you're here
0: it makes me sound way more important than i
1: am <laughs> <laughs> no you are it makes you sound just as important as you are that is why you are here uh let's talk about uh that that perception because i i think green bay and and the more i look at it the more i think okay yeah it, it is the case that the packers you know showed for a half that that they are a championship caliber team that they can score on what is a really good defense. So what do they have to get to? Where do they where the where do they have to improve in order to take that next step? Because again, they did lose the game.
0: Yeah, so they just have to be consistent. You know, we saw that, you know, if people are watching that Raiders Chiefs game, it was, you know, the Chiefs were trailing, but they just had that gusto to come back. Um, and the packers just weren't able to be consistent in that second half you know they were coming off that the touchdown drive by the colts the offense had to respond and what did they do they went three and out you know yeah. second and long situations i know we've talked about it and you run the football for what a yard or two it's like a wasted down and then there was third and short opportunities you have to convert and that just didn't happen so it's just those situations where you know this team needs to improve it's those second and long situations the third and short Defense just has to get off the field because I feel like we're talking about third and 15 and people are freaking out that the opposing team's going to get a first down. It's just like yeah. to, The consistency has to be a lot better because once they make the playoffs, you know, if you have a lull in the third quarter, you're probably one and done, you know, so the consistency has to be a lot better.
1: Yeah, one of the things that we've seen this season is if one side of the ball is not playing well, it's been difficult for the other side to pick them up. Last year in the first half, we saw the offense didn't quite have it going. And so the defense would come up with the big sack or the takeaway, or they would get some sort of momentum changing play. This year, it's been a little bit more the other way around. But if the offense isn't clicking, you have two three and outs. The defense is not getting that key stop or that key turnover to give it back. We've seen it in, in sort of fits and starts. When you look at this team defensively, and they were able to create some more pressure. They got those turnovers. Is this a team for you that can be good enough to get them to a Super Bowl?
0: It was it can't it has the potential to be there, but then again, we're talking about way past the midpoint of the season, and it's still mm-hmm. of the same issues. Yeah, their run defense was better. Uh, but their past defense defense wasn't great. And again, it's those scenarios where you're watching this defense on third and long, and you're kind of like, they might actually give this up. Or you know it'll be a fourth and one, and then they'll convert. So it's they have to get off the field on third down, and it's it's been a tough go for this Packers defense. They, you know, the middle of the field was left wide open. When you have a linebacker on a wide receiver, obviously it's not a great shake there for the defense. But something's got to change for this team to, if again the offense get, gets into a lull, to be able to make those game-changing plays and get after the quarterback. Uh, you're hoping it happens, but if we're talking about it this late in the season, its is it really going to improve that much? I'm not so sure.
1: You said something's got to change. I will put it to you plainly. Is that Mike Patton?
0: Oh, Peter, I knew you were going to ask me that question. <laughs> I'm
1: smiling. I have a big smile on my face.
0: <laughs> you know what? I love Mike Patton. I think we all love him. Um, yep. It's just... And again, I, this is no indictment to him because again, I'm I'm not a coach. You know, I, I cover the team. It's I I wouldn't be the best coach at all. But it's just I think it's doing the same things and expecting a different outcome. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what we've seen the last or you know the season. It's you're doing the same exact thing. Soft coverage that are on third and long or even third and short, and these teams convert. It's there has to be a change with how the scheme works and whatnot to see a different result because if we keep doing the same thing, nothing's going to change. But knowing this Packers team, I just don't see LaFleur or even Goody, you know, going against their defensive coordinator because if they do let him go, it's, you know, who do they bring up? Who do they bring in to help in that situation? So while I say, yeah, it could be Mike Petton, Maybe this is the week where things change and we're like, you know, this is the defense we are expected to see. So I don't know. That's a good question, Peter. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to I'm not. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I if if there is a, a case for staying the course, it is that Mike Patton has absolutely owned Matt Nagy since the two have have been in their respective posts over the last few years, going back to the very first matchup between the two of them. So, you know, maybe this is the get right week for this defense. The offensive line for Chicago has been really bad. The quarterback situation has been really bad. Let's talk about the Bears here, because. Uh, we we haven't had a ton of time to do that so far this week. When you look at this Chicago team, they're coming off a bye. We still don't know who the quarterback is going to be. Eddie Jackson, their their most dynamic defensive player, maybe not named Khalil Mack, is on the COVID list right now. What do you see from this Chicago team right now?
0: I I still we still see a very good defense. I know you mentioned you know Eddie Jackson, but this defense is still super nasty. They can still get you know, takeaways and bunches if they need to, especially if the Packers are loose with the football again. But this is, this is a game they should win handily because of the offense. You know, that bears offense is not good. We don't know who the quarterback is. Like you mentioned, the run game can't get going. I mean, they have Allen Robinson and you know, he's been doing great if he had a good quarterback, but um, it's just this team He chose
1: this life. Lily, he could have come to green Bay and he chose the bears.
0: He did. Um, It's just this, this is the game where the Packers should be like, we own the NFC North because it's so weird to say that it's, they'll be playing the Bears after Thanksgiving twice, which is crazy. It is weird. Uh, Yeah, it's very weird. But you know, this offense has the ability. We saw them against the Colts that first half, very good defense. They can score. It's just a matter of, I think this defense not making the Bears who can't run the football um, who aren't great in the past game look good. So you're like, if you want to play a complete game and own your division, Sunday night is the is the night to do it. Uh,
1: I love the, the point that you made there. And, and tying this back to the Colts game, we saw the Packers put up 31 points on a top five defense with four turnovers. You have to think that that bodes well for their ability to move the ball against the Bears, even with... The, the quality of this Bears defense, because, you know, the Packers, even in 2018, when when their team wasn't very good, you know, they they split with the Bears and the Bears were a playoff team last year. They swept the Bears uh, and the first game was obviously ugly. But the second game, they were leading by three scores most of that contest until late. So this feels like a game for the Packers, as you mentioned, to say, look, let's forget about the Colts game. Let's beat the crap out of this this Bears team that we love to beat up and get back on track as we make a championship push here.
0: Exactly. And, and this is really the week to show, especially in primetime, in a rivalry game where both teams don't like each other, that they're still the top dog in the, in the NFC. Because, you know, looking at those standings, yeah, Chicago could catch them if the Packers falter. So you don't want to give them any more cushion, especially, you know, I think, the Smith brothers, that front seven for the Packers, should be licking their chops. Like This is the week where you're going to have to get after the quarterback, get a couple of sacks there, get a couple couple of takeaways from this offense, stop the run because they haven't been good at it. It's just you don't want this game to be the, oh, the Bears get right game on offense. Like That's the last thing you want to see happen at Lambeau. Um, so I'm excited to see what this team can do because all indicators point towards a get right game on Sunday.
1: People are going to be mad, Lily, because I said this, I, I would say this last year, oh, this is a get right game. And then they would come out and then we'd buy four. So <laughs> I, I just, I, <laughs> I'm just telling you, I'm just preparing you that that's, that's going to, if the Packers do win 28, 24 or something like that, people are going to be saying, well, Lily said it was a get right game. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> It'll be all drinks. I'll drinks it, right? I'm sorry, I'm sorry
1: everyone. <laughs> I actually got a message the other day from someone that was like, I really wish you wouldn't say that these games are going to be easy because every time you say it's going to be easy, they end up either losing or it's a close win. You're jinxing them. And I I just, I'm like, "I, I wish I had that much power. I really don't. I promise.
0: Let me just put it this way. If this Bears offense scores like 24 points against the Packers defense, that's just not good. So <laughs> that would be shocking to me if they scored 24. So maybe it'll be like a 14 to 10 win or something that'll be bad, but I guess a win's a win, right?
1: A win is a win. We know that they can win ugly. We saw them do it last year. So I don't I don't know. Maybe maybe if, you know, it is a game that the Packers have to win in a shootout, that is an impetus for change in in the coaching staff. And and I, listen, I'm with you and I, I I know I put you on the spot. I don't like the job speculation. I never like to say someone should be fired because I, you know, I I know how that would feel if someone said that about me. I know people have said that about me on, on Twitter, uh, yeah. but I, it is something that I think we do have to talk about just because this is this is a limited window here with Aaron Rodgers. And I think the Packers feel that pressure, don't you?
0: Yes, 100 percent, because looking at how good this offense is, you're like, oh, why can't we just have a complimentary defense and just, a you know, a good special teams unit just to round everything out? Because we haven't seen this level of offense since I've been here and I've been here for since 2015. You know, we haven't seen an offense that can put up this many points in so long. So you're just like, if he was only given a complimentary defense, you know, who knows where this team would be right now?
1: That has uh, been the question about this team since Aaron Rodgers has been the quarterback pretty much. And uh, unfortunately, here we are again. The more things change, the more they stay the same. Uh, and and maybe we just don't have to talk about it next week. Maybe the Packers' defense plays great. They play the, the way that they did in both meetings last year, and the Packers win 31-14. That, wouldn't that be fun to, to come on next week and and just talk about a nice, easy, breezy win? As someone who writes the gamers, I'd be all for that.
0: That would, you know, if the game was over by halftime, I would be, you know, that would be great. It'd be the easiest, loveliest day ever. You pull out (laughs) the
1: the turkey leftovers if you have some and you just, you just relax. It's just, it would be really nice.
0: It would be. So let's just, let fingers crossed, guys. Let's send out the
1: positive vibes (laughs) and uh, we'll get it. We'll get it done. Thanks, Lily. (laughs) Thanks, Peter. All right, before we finish up, let's talk about our friends at Built Bar because they have a special Black Friday deal for you. Introducing the all-new white chocolate bar while supplies last, white chocolate cookies and cream, and white chocolate salted caramel. Are you serious? This is the best tasting protein bar ever we're talking about here. The brand that brought you the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, plus you can get two free candy cane brownies with every item purchased and 25% off products all weekend long. Go to builtbar.com and get 25% off for Black Friday. Plus, don't forget to use the promo code locked on to get the extra percent off. Plus, your two free candy cane brownie bars with every item purchased. Today's episode is also brought to you by the Freighter and the Medical College of Wisconsin. With the power of academic medicine, the Freighter and the Medical College of Wisconsin Health Network makes more possible, more humanly possible for patients, like Aaron Rodgers does for his offense. More innovations that lead to life-saving treatments, more breakthroughs for complex diseases, and more locations across the region so that academic medicine is never far. But what exactly is academic medicine anyway? First, it's rare. The Freighter and the Medical College of Wisconsin Health Network is Eastern Wisconsin's only academic health system. Academic medicine makes possible leading edge primary and specialty care research to find groundbreaking cures and the education of the next generation of healthcare professionals. Academic medical centers provide greater access to clinical trials, which can lead to breakthrough treatments and life-saving drugs. Freighter and MCW physicians have been a part of many scientific discoveries of new ways to prevent, diagnose, and treat diseases. It all adds up to more possibilities. And when we do everything humanly possible, you can too. To learn more, visit www.freighter.com. All right, we will not be back tomorrow. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. Uh, Hopefully, uh, everyone is able to be safe and and be with family if possible. But if it's not possible to do that safely, please um, make decisions uh, with that in mind so that you're safe, your family's safe and the people around you are safe. Happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy the football. Uh, we will probably spend some time on Friday if necessary to talk about some of that football. We will still have our Friday happy hour, 5:30 central. Uh, it, it'll be a little bit shorter and then we'll get that crossover part of it. We'll not be on the periscope. We'll still have the periscope.